0: We're back for the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your co-host Dan Morin, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy English. Hi, Guy. Hey, man. How's it going? You know what? I feel that you're you have a
1: standard tag of saying "as always." Yeah. Uh, but John and I are so wishy washy. <laughs> we
0: were doing well for a while there, <laughs> we were, and then it, the we whole thing good. went yeah, to hell.
1: Yeah. And it's not like I mean, behind the scenes, uh, we
0: text each other and nerd we're giving a peek behind lot. the curtain yeah <laughs> but well that's just, why we started doing a podcast because we were like it saved on our iMessage rates yeah pretty, pretty much yeah like, yeah i just like talking to you too but wow. john moltz is not with us this evening he, he has not be. done the required watching sadly weirdly i don't know this show's been out for 24 hours now i felt like that was plenty of time
1: well can i tell you something embarrassing
0: sure <laughs> you're like hey no skin off my nose yeah hey, i am <laughs> um
1: I, I don't know. I had like a sleepless night and like at 3.30 in the morning, something like that, like I get an email from iTunes. I was just like lying in bed basically trying to get to sleep and I, get, I got an email and I'm like, ah, screw it. And I got up and watched The Flash.
0: <laughs> oh, the Flash,
1: sorry, Arrow. Wow, that, yeah, that time, careful. that's careful. how tired that's, i was that's trader talk uh, yeah, right there yeah i did actually make a point to go back and watch it today so i wasn't just having like hallucinogenic <laughs> experience dreams. about the
0: entire thing <laughs> yeah you, vertigo and in, vertigo induced yeah exactly nice yeah, yeah. well that's good i've only watched it once i watched it over uh over lunch today and uh i uh let's get into it um yep. so are we gonna do our uh, quick recap I, I don't know if we have to do a quick as huge recap this week because i feel like it's well, uh, yeah. okay well you, do you want you want to do it you, i think i did it last week when you were not here so oh god you're gonna weasel out of this okay there's um, only two of us <laughs> yeah i know i know you can't do it john you want to do it silence <laughs> yeah.
1: um okay just because just for to keep the form the same uh fight 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 marriage <laughs> right
0: <laughs> wow okay yeah i'm good Beat
1: with that. that the flash guys wow yeah. that's nice um, i like that turns out Oliver isn't as turned as... Everybody but us thought. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so that coming a mile away. Uh, But we'll get into that part of it. Turned out Ollie, not that turned, uh, confides in Merlin, or gets... Merlin is his go-between. Again, we'll get into that. Dispatches Merlin along with Tatsu to convince Team Arrow to come along and help kick some ass. Uh, They kick some ass. Including Ray. Uh but ultimately it just lands him in jail when Ali and Rishal Ghul show up and basically it's that we have a million ninjas and you're like five people. So you're gonna jail. Then Ali turns out he's gonna get married to Nissa. And then Rishal Ghul poisons them all with the uh, Alpha Omega.
0: And that's pretty much where we where we leave off.
1: Yeah. And in yeah. the back story in Hong Kong, Everybody everywhere is dying from Alpha Omega. Most notably, Ako, who I think we're led to believe is too young for the antidote to work on.
0: Yeah, he's, his immune system is not developed. We're told, but I'm okay with yeah. that. I mean, whatever. Yeah, and sure. Like, Why not? Because the dosage—about who knows? Like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. No. I knows.
1: mean, and that thing doesn't make sense even a no. little bit in the first place. Yeah, because they're injecting people with it, and it's an aerosol. Yeah, that's. that's... And they're exploding stuff. This is not the most thought-out bio... <laughs> like, they did not do a lot of research on this one. I'll tell you that much. Um, uh, but, so they go and grab... Oh, God, is it Shreve? It's yeah. Shreve. Okay. I'm getting a mix. I mean, we are too many generals going on this Too week. many generals. Yeah. Um, uh, so they go and grab Shreve, who basically plays him, and he doesn't have a cure. Masseo believes he's going to have a cure. He doesn't have a cure... Akeo's okay, dead. Maceo is upset. Shreve has set a cunning trap for them. Yep. And what does that story even leave off? Are they captured? That's where it leaves off with Oliver having a bunch of laser dots pointed Right, at him. that's what I thought. Okay, so, so there was no real resolution to that.
0: Right, so we have one episode left in which to find out basically how he ends up back on the island, question mark? Yeah. Or, ends up, or maybe he's now another year in Hong Kong. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he goes somewhere else. Maybe he goes to like like i don't know like venice beach for for a year or something right okay so let's um, start
1: with i mean i want to go through it from beginning to end in, in more yeah, detail we'll, we'll do that we, but we, does we'll it seem the, like the, the 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 latest in the season that the sort of zippering of the um the history the historical story and the modern day story has actually come together
0: yeah because for the weird. most part
1: it seemed like these were two totally disjoint stories
0: Right. And, like, so it wasn't until last week when we knew that the Alpha Omega showed up in, in the League of Assassins right. hands. In the final w- scene, even. Right, mm. exactly. And even then, this whole backstory, the Hong Kong backstory has been very slow. And I think the information has been parceled out a lot slower. And in some ways, I think it's tricky because in in this year, we have—so it's basically his relationship with Maseo and Tatsu, which sort of drives— that story right Right. and last year it was his relationship with slade and to a certain extent sarah and shadow and that has a lot more there was a lot more dynamism i feel like in last year's backstory right there were many more characters to bounce off there was stuff that was directly impacting the modern day the whole time and this relationship between oliver and slade was sort of the highlight of that uh and so that culminated with that awesome fight sequence at the end of season two where they cut back and forth between slade and oliver's fight in the past and slade and oliver's fight in the present yeah almost beat for beat I, right like, and it's just great yeah. super super well done mm-hmm. Are there you know in some ways there's no way to top that right so well, so
1: the one issue i take with what you, with your comments was that um last year there wasn't there was more characters to bounce off i think this year if anything we have more characters but they're less realized, less fleshed they're less They're less uh, characters. Like there's no, there's very little weight to them.
0: Well, yeah, because we have like there's a bunch of stuff early on with um, with Amanda Waller, who is kind of two dimensional. Like she's sly and tricky, but she's also you know she seems like kind of a cartoon. And I'm fine
1: with that. I don't need to understand her particular childhood damage to explain why (laughs) she's like the way she is.
0: But we have Shreve, Fine. too, who is also an antagonist and yeah. doesn't seem like I don't understand what his game is no. at all. And they're fighting. So that just undercuts both of them in terms
1: of like, what? Why? Yeah. What is the motivation that either of you have?
0: Right. Yeah. Villains in motivation, I think, has been really tough this season because as we talked about a little bit last week, um, like what is what is the League of Assassins motivation? Because they don't. There's nothing in here that's really, you know, he's, he's Rachel Gould goes on a bit this week about how you have to like wipe out your whole old town to get a blank slate and start over, but for what? Like what is what is their they don't have like a mission statement. Like that's that's kind of what they're 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 missing right now. is like a like a plaque. So, I'm not
1: yeah. I so I agree with you. On the other hand, um I think at this point Rachel Gould just wants to cement a strong successor. Yeah. Who has some kind of moral code. More than he needs to follow on the moral code of the league over the years. Because who knows? It's probably. As far as we know, it's changed every hundred plus years where there has been a new rage. Yeah. And the Uh, only defining thing is that, like, you've burnt your past. You're now a new person. And you're this cold. I don't know. Like, you've been indoctrinated not into a philosophy so much as a worldview that is. I, I think the key, and they, they probably ham-fisted it. No, they didn't ham-fist it because they poorly explained it, so it's the opposite of ham-fisting. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. like
0: Cornish game hen. Thank
1: because, you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very dainty
0: <laughs> slice
1: of meat. Um, he says that uh, the uh, previous, like, basically he says that the the league's objective will be your own
0: right but which i dig but at the same time it's like it's not just like okay you've got a secret society that you can do with whatever you please you know at a certain point it's like it's like getting a job you know it's like all right we're gonna hire you for like you're gonna be groomed as a successor and the ceo of this company what does our company do you know whatever you want it to do like you can make whatever you want it doesn't it just seems it seems poorly defined like clearly they are a league I, of assassins well so, assa- some sort of assassination i agree and must that's where i want to go
1: with that is that assassins uh, to us means uh murder, murder kill bots in, in people form mm. but he makes the point that assassins just means those apart from society right uh so
0: those who use torches instead of electric
1: lights, right yeah and swords when there's perfectly good arrows right attached to your back yeah Yeah. Uh, but so i think that it's more that um the league of assassins doesn't necessarily mean the league that goes and and kills people it means uh more like a group of people that stand apart from society and have a meta effect on it
0: so like they're they're sort of like almost objective about it like oh yeah we're just gonna sit over here and judge
1: you i think maybe that's the way they think about it yeah, so fair. like in the comic books, Rachel Ghul has you know, the 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 one that we know has um uh, basically an eco terrorist bent. Right. Uh which I'd hate that term eco-terrorist, but it it's it's the way he's described in the comic books. Right. Um I don't know what this current Rachel Ghul's thing is. In Batman Begins, we had Rachel Ghoul. Basically stating that the League... Are, well, first of all, it was called the League of Shadows, but the, the league, uh, the League's objective was to burn down, effectively remove cancerous parts of civilization, right? Right. Like, either Gotham has to burn, or I don't know what else he said, Rome. Like, yeah, sure. Whatever, pick your historical, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah-type story. Um. So I'm not sure. Uh, maybe, maybe Vishal Ghul is not indoctrinating Ali in terms of a particular approach, but he's just indoctrinating him enough to be like, just believe in what you want to like in your objectives, partially enough, and give up any of your other previous concerns and just achieve them at yeah. at any cost. Right. And I think maybe that's why he would prefer Ali to become the ne- next Vishal Ghul, as to say. Nyssa, I mean, Modulo, all of it, I don't know how he actually feels about Nyssa and his, her relationship with, there's a whole bunch of stuff there, but he there's seems, he seems pretty impressed by Ollie just based on his pure determination. Right. And yeah. Okay. So maybe it's just the pure determination that he wants, like just pure he, force of will. He, yeah. Here's a, for, he, look, you have an incredible force of will. Here is an organization that will, like, magnify that and really change the world. Uh, right. Go.
0: Well, and so what we learned fairly early on in this week's episode is that Oliver is trying to use that to his advantage. Because as we determine, I think right. in scene one, where we pick up sort of from last week, he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, here's the bioweapon. And Rachel Gould starts talking about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, Maceo, totally. You, you showed up here and you gave it to me. And we get an Oliver reaction shot with, like, the, oh, man. Yeah, it was, it so, flashed like, that back was to Ollie immediate. in, like, season
1: one of being, like, not pre-Island <laughs> Ollie being like, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, the pizza guy needs eyes. more money and I've only got a $100 bill. <laughs> <I'm>
0: like, what? <laughs> so that seems pretty clear from right from the get-go. It's like, all right. So this whole thing has been a ruse. Um so now we know that he's that that Ollie is still Ollie and is just been you know sort of trying to cement his position and we find out pretty quick that as you mentioned in the recap that Merlin is in on it mm-hmm. and that their plan essentially between the two of them was to take apart the League of Assassins from the inside out yeah. once Oliver has become Rachel Gould.
1: Now, do we want to talk about the sort of predominant position of the reviews here?
0: Which is a play. Uh, feel free to. Feel free to summarize. No, I feel like
1: a monologue the last time, so go for it.
0: Well, uh, so there are, I mean, there are a couple different um, criticisms of this, which is that, uh, among other things, you know, it's not a great plan (laughs) in some ways. Or it's, you know, it has, (laughs) well, it it has... It's
1: like Star Wars. They never have a great plan.
0: Right. It's weirdly... So the, the explanation given for why Malcolm is in on it and nobody else from Team Arrow is that, Nobody else is good enough at lying about it. That like, means you one of my to favorite lines, it. by the way. Which one? It's John Barrowman
1: standing in front of uh, yeah. D- uh, Diggle, Felicity, and um, uh, oh, Laurel. God. Laurel. Thank you. Uh, and he just, there's just a line that is kind of a close-up on John Barrowman's face, and he just says, and none of you are very good actors. <laughs> and I don't know if that's in, this, in the script or not, but it is. it's kind of funny.
0: My the immediate my...
1: thing is Diggle's like, well, I'm out of here. Like he yeah. just, <laughs> they all just storm. Basically, he calls them bad actors, and they just all storm off set, which I'm pretty sure must have been funny to film.
0: I, I think that, that scene also contains one of my favorite lines from the episode, where he's like, "But I've brought someone who will convince you." And then Tatsu comes in, yeah. and Felicity's reaction is, "We don't know you. We we haven't met. We we haven't met her, right?"
1: I had I had a hundred bucks down on Barry. <laughs> like, I don't know how Merlin would have convinced Barry. I don't know how any of that I don't think would happen. Merlin happened. and Barry have even
0: met. They haven't. Yeah.
1: Which is probably why Merlin could have talked Barry into going. In. I, oh, I don't you know. seem like
0: a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Barry's, Barry's a little naive. Yeah, but Barry, these guys Barry's, Barry's been hanging out with
1: the person who, whatever. Yeah, it's a different uh, show.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, it's not, so we got tattoo back into the mix here, which is nice. Uh, And Diggle, you know, is the only person that actually has any idea who she is, basically. Um, But, you know, so the issue, I think the issue here is that some of the secrecy stuff sometimes feels a little forced. And that in particular, I think the overall arc of this episode is tricky because he's like, all right, I need you to go back and convince everyone to come here. Except when they get there, the plan kind of goes hugely awry, right? Like yeah and that's that's where it gets questionable to me is because like I understand that they are they're supposed to be we're supposed to get the impression that Oliver and Merlin are sort of set on their heels by this fact that uh, Rachel goes like you know what we'll use to distribute the bioweapon a plane and they're like Jesus we were thinking like horses or a carriage but you have like a fighter jet here apparently so that's cool <laughs> That's um, a pretty fancy fighter jet, too. That is a fancy fighter. It looked like a like an F, it's an F-, F- 22 or, or, Is it F twenty I, two? I believe. Yeah. I, whatever. I don't know. Somebody's yeah, yeah, going
1: to Of yeah. all of the things to get screwed up on a superhero show, I don't want to yeah. get the F whatever number wrong. Um, yeah. Seems like dropping a little cylinder and inoculate and quote unquote inoculating people in Hong Kong was good enough to get the job done why do they need this fancy fighter jet to do that i don't understand that
0: well it, which itself turns out to maybe be a bluff right by it, rachel Gould. Yeah. who's trying to do i just also do like don't a, understand how they get their hands on that yeah and well, honestly it feels like, they pay like a it bit
1: again. of a plot plot to voice in order to get
0: uh the atom involved which i mean we're kind of jumping around here Sorry. but yeah. no that's cool i mean i'm doing it too um well, we'll get back. Let's get back to that in a second, yeah. actually. So, um, meanwhile, we, we've we done the, um, you know, so we know Ollie's uh, cool and we know Merlin's in on the plan. Merlin tries to recruit them. Back at home, Team Arrow is beating up street thugs, basically. The Canary Cry looks not quite as bad this week, I guess. Maybe I'm just getting used to it. It's getting a bit better. Yeah. Uh. Um, Diggle goes house on a on a thug yeah. <laughs> just beats the beats the crud out of him because he's got some anger issues about oliver i kind of like that i also
1: i was of two minds um i thought Laure- i mean laurel being on the scene i kind of imagined her just stopping him uh yeah but he got talked down by felicity over the video
0: i mean i think that makes sense because i, I think prefer he- the felicity answer eh. yeah 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 I and like that's that's that those the two of their relationship is a little more built on than him. Oh yeah, yeah. Laurel
1: would have had to like physically stop him, right? And I like the fact that Felicity could just bring him to his senses, but you know,
0: right? So like, he's got issues with that. They you know they have a conversation about his anger about Oliver, um, and that's pretty much you know. We we sort of like recapped where they were at the end of last week. Um back in Nanda there's a lot of jumping between in like uh all of Starling City and Nanda Probat once again raising the question of <laughs> how far does it how far are these people apart? Yeah. Um but we have like a really awkward dinner with Oliver and Nissa and Rachel Ghoul, where he's like, Yeah, you guys are totally gonna get married, you're gonna have lots of kids, and it's gonna be great. You're gonna be like my like the son. I always wanted. <laughs> sorry sorry daughter sitting right next to me
1: yeah this was like the dinner that han and leia and chewie have with vader yeah. <laughs> in, in empire like <laughs> so pass the salt how are things and, yeah yeah um pet theory i think this is playing along with ollie and merlin yeah. on this i'm really sure not sorry i say i'm really sure i think I'm like 50. It's hard to tell so, because yeah.
0: all we see are about... So her interactions with Rachel Gould are really interesting in this episode. And I actually give credit to this actress because I kind of dig what she's doing here. Because first of all, she's at the dinner. She's, you know, we know that she's objected to this whole marriage thing. She yeah. says, I don't want to be with him. He's a murderer and a terrible person. I mean, they're all murderers, I think, but who knows. Um, but, like, she takes a knife. She steals a knife during, like, a brief distraction. Um, and he uh and then and later on we get a scene where she and her father interact and her father like t- tells her a story about her mother and how he fell in love with her mother and then gives tries to give her a necklace that belonged to her mother and like the credit to the actress goes in this she she's like softens during this scene right like she's clearly got some fatherly affection you know sort of some yeah. daughterly affection for him um and then she gets pissed off again and like throws the necklace down and is pissed off, and, and Rach grabs her and is like, you will get married! Uh, I'm father of the year! Um, And so I like that sort of back and forth because it, it should be a complex relationship, right? Like, even though she's gotten passed over right. as being the, the heir, you know, it's still her father, so clearly there is some bond there, and that, does, that doesn't all get thrown away in the course of, you know, a week or two.
1: No, I, I totally agree. I think she likes the notion until she realizes like... I'm not sure what she realizes. Either that it's like, well, you're forcing me to get married to somebody that I don't love. Right. So thanks for thinking to me, but you're still kind of being a jerk here. Um, or she realizes that maybe she's going a little bit off script and has to be petulant in order to maintain mm. her, uh, you know, in order to achieve her objective.
0: And so the only other scene I think we really get from her is right at the end, during the wedding scene, where she tries to pull the knife and stab Ollie, who stops it, Mm -hmm. and is then like, sorry, that was your last shot, now we're getting married.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. Uh, I don't know if that's... See, that could be a ruse, right?
0: It could. I mean, we've already seen Ollie is clearly very very adept at fooling people there's no, no. reason to believe that nissa is not also uh you know skilled in the art of deception yeah one thing that i think yeah we've definitely gone by it now if we're talking
1: about the wedding scene um when ollie's like i'm going out for a walk and then he's like, and and he says like no, no no i'm gonna go by myself because otherwise what kind of a weenie would i be as a racial yeah. ghoul if i need a bodyguard which is it's a fine argument, you know. Also, we're in a fortress, so, you know, it's fine. Um, but Merlin then jumps out at him? Yeah. With a sword pulled?
0: <laughs> Instead of just being like, hey,
1: yeah. how's it going? and then Ollie takes him down in like a split second. Yeah. So uh, Ollie, I don't know how he got better. Like, season one, uh, Merlin was m- destroying Ollie. Like there, there was like no contest basically. Now we're at the f- point where Ali's just brushing aside his. Well, uh, maybe he
0: wasn't I trying. Mean, I, if you're how, not going to
1: try, it's not like why, I meet you and I like swing <laughs> a punch at you and say, "Hey, buddy!" and I hey, try to going? sock
0: you in the jaw. It's but, the no, it's a uh, Han and uh, Han and Lando. You know the, oh, the fake punch, oh, the hug. fake thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, I well, I, also, like, I don't <laughs> know. Everything's relating really yeah. back to Star Wars. Um, you're right about that it was a little weird it feels like it just a like a let's just let's give you like a startle jump um yeah but it's also weird because merlin is also all over the damn place in this episode mm-hmm. because we have so it's unclear like, this is the great thing about malcolm merlin it is totally unclear when he is just trying to save his own skin and when he is actually like working towards a greater goal right because in this episode we have him talk to Ollie and he's like yeah we were going to take apart the league from the inside out remember and then we have him try to convince Team Arrow to show up and then when Team Arrow gets caught after Malcolm has done a pretty good job of saving at least a couple other people on the team which we'll talk about um mm-hmm. he gets interrogated by Rachel Ghul and he's like Hey, last time you had me locked up, I was totally ready to swear my loyalty to you. And I'm totally ready to do it again. By the way, it wasn't Maceo that sold out the plans about the plane being here, which is what we would Tatsu tried to claim. It was actually Oliver because he's still Oliver Queen. He's working against you this whole time. And it's like, okay, is that part of the plan? <laughs> or is that Malcolm just being like his usual oily self where he tries to get out of everything in any way possible i I honestly don't know i feel like i could go either way
1: i could go either way but just to keep it this whole because i've had this theory since we started talking uh just to keep it on the star wars interpretation bent this is the escape from jabba's palace of arrow plans where nothing makes any sense (laughs) it is the most contrived idiotic (laughs) plan ever happening Nothing is really. It's, they're just going along with whatever happens.
0: They're, they're improving. They're, they're improving. improving the whole so, thing.
1: I, I do believe that, um, A, uh, Merlin is out for his own interests, and that does not conflict with the greater interests that of deposing Rachel Gould. And so when he rats out Oliver, I think he's acting in character. In that, that's what he would do.
0: But do you think that was intentional? Like, do you think I do. that was always planned? I, I, I do.
1: I, I think because when the guard comes in and demands, um, uh, saying that Oliver demands an audience with Diggle, which we'll get to, um, Merlin says, "I demand an audience with Rachel Girl. I really want to talk mm-hmm. to him." Already letting you know that he that this is kind of he needs to he wants to say something to
0: him. Right, and nobody else seems to take issue with that, right? Like none, Felicity and, and Laurel and I don't Ray think they are know. All I'm like,
1: pretty sure they don't know what the plan is, but I'm pretty sure everybody's yeah, like, they "Well, of course, definitely of don't course know what the plan is." It, gonna go do that. <laughs> um, I don't know if we can say that, but maybe you got to bleep that. Yeah. Um, so I am not. So Vishal Google knows Merlin well. Everybody there knows Merlin well. In order to sell Merlin, being Merlin, he's got to try to sell it, Ollie. Sure. Yeah, that's reasonable. And the fact that he even tries, probably in a weird way, just cement, Ollie's, just cement Ollie's place better. Right. And then, well, look, he totally tried to throw you under the bus, and I don't believe a word that comes out of this guy's mouth.
0: Right. And Ollie's for his part, has been pretty... Like, he's actually done a pretty good job of maintaining, aside from the moments where we see him outside of everybody else's... Like, outside of the watchful eye of the League of Assassins... He's right. played pretty much in character as I am no longer I, Oliver, right? And we I agree. Yeah. yeah.
1: And when he is confronted by Rachel Ghoul uh with the accusations of Merlin. He says, "Look, I I've all my friends hate me. They're in jail here. I've I'm like I can no longer be the Arrow because you've outed me. Uh I have nothing to go back to. I am I am Al sahim Like that. There's Right, he's he's done he, the he's yeah. done
0: the homework, right?
1: Yeah, it's like I can't be either alter ego. I am completely. I have nothing left but fealty to you. Just, and I think it's that it's a I compelling think if anything. What they're doing is they're playing on Rishal gould's ego,
0: right? That, that Rishal so Gould
1: thinks he's just smarter than everybody. Yeah, he's so
0: good that he's gotten him convinced.
1: Yeah. So I think Merlin and and going back to the fight scene, which we kind of glossed over, Merlin saves. Laurel's life? And Felicity's. And Felicity's. And with,
0: with my, my other favorite scene or other favorite line of this episode is after her tablet gets broken and she like she like frisbees it at yeah. the guy, hits him in the neck and he goes down like seemingly dead. And of course, as he turns, there's an arrow in his back from Merlin and we get Felicity. Yeah, that, make, that makes more sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had a lot of great lines in this episode. Well, she just has a lot of great moments in general. Like she does get the, you know, it's nice that she ends up going along Um I really, I have to say, and we talked a little bit about this in the previous Adam episodes where he shows up, the fight between the plane and the Adam looks way better than it has any right to on the CW, right? Like, yeah. special effects are actually pretty darn good. Uh, and I found myself thinking... Yeah, "This It is seems, c- it feels like the,
1: the Iron Man 1. Yeah, exactly, level. exactly. Right.
0: And yeah. it's like I had a moment of this has been a good week for special effects on the CW between this and this week's flash episode also did a pretty good job. I felt like with a challenging CGI scenario. Um, Yep. And so it's like, you know what, man, I wish we could talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that, that is someone else's job. Um, (laughs) so I feel like that, you know, I, I really enjoyed the flight where Ray's like shoots at the, at the plane and the plane like takes out his missiles and then Ray's like, "Well, what the hell? If I got a super suit, I better. I might as well use it." And then flies through the plane. Yeah, <laughs> which was just that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> so I loved that the first
1: time. I was like, "Holy cow! Are you kidding me? Did he just do that?" The second time, I'm like, "The dude is wearing a hockey helmet yeah. <laughs> like that." <laughs> It's rated for adults. Okay, helmets impacts. are
0: okay, but not for flying through a jet. Well, at like, and then he hits know. the ground really hard too, right? So like, it's not like he's in you know. Yeah, yeah he's the. It's probably but, supposed to be a little tougher than it looks. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you
1: know, obviously, super suit. So yeah, sure, fine, yeah, whatever. Hand yeah. wavy, and it was awesome. And I like the, um, I like the sacrifice player of it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he was pretty sure he'd get away with it, but. He was taking that plane down no matter what.
0: Right. Well, I mean, a couple. So, so yeah. Ray doesn't. Ray, despite being a secondary character in this episode, gets a couple good scenes because he gets that scene, and then we get the scene with him and Felicity earlier, where he convinces her to sign some unimportant papers that, as we see when he zooms out, actually say transfer of ownership.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you know what I couldn't read the first time I watched it because was watching, It was like four thirty in the morning by that point. Uh huh. What the big red letter said. Like <laughs> my, my eyes were
0: like, I can't read that. Well, text. I assumed he made her CEO, but now he apparently he's making her owner, which is a little weird, as one of the reviews points out, because... I thought he might have stripped her of her title. No. Because I
1: really <laughs> couldn't read the words. Well, and we, I like, we, we need a way to well, get... Well, that's going to yeah. be... A, that's going to be bitter but yeah we, we need to need get, ray off to get the resources show. back to
0: yeah Arrow, resources right? need yeah. to go back to ollie and co and ray needs his ray is leaving right like we know right. if he gets out of this that he is he's destined for something else yeah that made way more sense but when i
1: when it was not four thirty in the morning s- i watched it again someone
0: like, oh yeah that's s- someone yeah. pointed out that um this is a publicly traded company because didn't he buy up all the stock <laughs> I guess he can give mm. her all his shares in it or something, but he can't really, like, be like, oh, yeah, this person now. Well, great. if he owns... I guess. If he bought all the stock, because it was... Well, w- it, it wasn't was, all of it. He bought it a controlling was, interest, right? Because Ollie still owns some of it, but he just doesn't... He doesn't have a... I thought he just I didn't have know. control. controlling interest. I, you know what? I'm pretty yeah. sure they
1: don't know. I think <laughs> they're just making it up as they go along. <laughs> it's enough. fine. But, I mean, if he owns a controlling interest... Well... We should definitely you, debate you, you the ownership what, of a fictional company. I... I am not an SEC lawyer. <laughs> so do not quote that, me on this, but I believe
0: you can just assign ownership of shares to anybody you want. Well like, he, what happens during inheritance? I'm trying to read in fact, in one of these, uh, in one of these screenshots, I can I can actually read the text I Ray Palmer, CEO of Palmer Technology of Starling City, Something ownership hereby something ownership of Palmer Technologies to Vice President Felicity Smoke. You know this what? Is business funny? transfer agreement agreement is made by and between Ray Palmer CEO of Palmer Tech and Felicity Smoke, The blah blah, blah 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 blah. Now it's too pixelated.
1: Yeah, she was great in the sack, and she gets my company. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like what? Like what? A weird. It, it's weird that he's doing. It doesn't make any sense. Like well, to,
0: he's got like. I mean, he has that nice conversation where he's like, "Look, I'm still your friend, and I'm still got your back," um, which is nice. I mean, Ray, that's kind of
1: he's if If he has a superhero uh superpower, it is being a nice guy yeah
0: he 's just a nice guy
1: and not that he shouldn 't be a nice guy sure to get in this relationship, but uh it 's almost ridiculously nice to give away
0: your billion dollar company
1: yeah, your billion dollar company is a little bit much for what, they dated for, like, three weeks? (laughs) Like, that is creepy. Like, if I try to give a billion dollars to anybody that I'd been seeing for three weeks, they should... Well, A... Take it, yeah, but then run. spend all of the money to keep me as far away from them <laughs> as they possibly could, because that's a creepy move. Yeah, I wonder if it's just this division of it or something. I don't know. Like it's hard to know. Like, yeah. do you know what's hilarious? We're spending more time worrying about the legal <laughs> ramifications and interpersonal relationship status of this arbitrary writing thing that just you know they want Felicity to be the boss or she's going to be the boss. Then we are about any other major plot point that we've seen
0: although i will say that it does you know in addition to you mentioning the iron man one thing this basically takes a page out of the iron man book right where you know tony makes pepper president of yeah but that's in
1: the second one and he thinks he's gonna die yeah and he just his love for pepper is way more fleshed out sure in his weirdly
0: Yes, yeah, terrible. Uh, he, Weirdly, Tony uh, he's, Stark he's, way.
1: He's a, yeah. He's like he's, he's he's Tony Stark. That huge. <laughs> but it's obvious that he just loves her and he can't live without her, kind of thing. So, and the fact that he's going to die just seems like well, giving you control of Stark Technologies, the
0: color technologies, uh, in in industries? industries. Yeah,
1: it, it comes back and forth. Anyway, whatever. Giving her controlling interest just seems a lot more natural than Ray, who. Went out with her for all we know, like a like a month, two maybe. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Couldn't have been that long. And I'm gonna go back to like the first time they were together. And he flies he off there the bed suit to go fly out in the super
0: suit. You're never gonna let that one go. I'm not. I am <laughs> bitter about that. Like, he, he, come on, cuddle, right? Cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have a nice uh, secondary uh, character turn from Tatsu, who gets to get dressed up as as her comic book alter ego katana katana um i don't know where the mask comes from the sword and the armor stuff is cool and she the you mask know, comes
1: from her character being minted in the 80s for i believe <laughs> ninjas were ninjas batman were and the outsiders i think was she was a, a bad guy
0: in the comics too
1: no was but she? batman and the outsiders were like a bunch of people who were kind of b-rate heroes that were kind of bad like it wasn't quite suicide squad but it was kind of like that hmm. in that um oh they had oh god what's his name Uh, the polymorphy guy, like, he's, like, half gold, half purple, white face. It's like, Absorbing Man or something? Simon Stagg created them by accident.
0: Uh, Oh, uh, Metallo? Metamorpho. 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 God, there's so many random, yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't come up with Metamorpho.
0: metamorpho. (laughs) Just take a normal word and add a different (laughs) letter in the (laughs)
1: There's Metallo, there's Metamorpho. Uh katana a couple of others Man, it's maybe a good captain thing she boomerang
0: didn't, like some like all i'm saying is it's a good thing she didn't end up with her uh with her classic outfit there
1: let me see this you just send it to me
0: uh yeah yeah it's like yellow and crazy red and like it's yeah got like bells it did on have some
1: it had a bit of an homage to that i like that she only fought with one sword and the comic character always had two
0: well, a, a traditional samurai would.
1: Yeah, but, and you know what else I liked about her? During that battle, um, that daylight battle as a are raiding Nanda Parbat, everybody else has crazy combat mm. with, the, uh, with the, the ninjas coming in. Yeah. Including Diggle, who sticks his gun right up against somebody's <laughs> chest and just pulls the trigger. Which, to be fair, he's been killing people a lot. But that just seemed, like, particularly brutal. <laughs> he's what well, we've established in the first scene that he's angry. <laughs> he's very angry. Like, that that just seemed like he would hurt his hands. That sounded, like, angry. Just, anyway, um, with her, she takes—three uh, ninjas come at her, and in the space of, like, two seconds, uh, she takes three strokes, and they just all drop.
0: Yeah. Well, we've like, seen her she's, do some hardcore stuff in the flashbacks, oh, too. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She's—
0: Badass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: but she ends up facing down against her former. We, I don't know if they ever got formally divorced. Um, but she ends up forcing, uh, facing off against Maseo. Maseo. Yeah. Um, and
1: which she pronounces differently
0: and probably correctly. Probably correctly. And the rest of us, not so much. Um, and in their battle, he sort of, sort of almost wins. And then she, well, it's unclear right because he's he says earlier in the episode like you know oliver's like hey once i he tries to talk him out of He's like once i'm Rachel ghoul i can totally let you go and maceo points out like well that's not the issue the issue is i came here to basically escape the grief of my son dying you can't do anything about that so the only way out for him really is death which uh tatsu grants him and then they have an emotional scene where she sings to him which is a a uh Flashback to the past story where she does the same to Akio when he dies. Yeah, same song. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's the only fight that mattered in the entire episode. Uh, the rest is just a lot of window dressing. Candy, yeah. like window dressing. It's fun to watch and whatever. Uh, Felicity is a ninja when it comes to tablet throwing. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the only one that matters, right? Like this, because the, they're not fighting each other over objectives in this fight. Right. I don't even think they're necessarily fighting with each other.
0: No, it's it's a little weird because, you know, it's hard to say exactly what's happening here, but it seems like Maseo, you know, slash Sarab wants to die, right? Like, he yeah. basically... And I, th- I think Tatsu, uh, basically, I don't know, because whatever,
1: who knows, but she gets flipped on her back. Uh, he could easily just stab her in the head right, right there, right. or the top like she, because he's behind her with her head towards his feet right, right right it's a pretty indefensible position yeah and then he walks all the way around her yeah and then you know gives a little speech lifts his sword all the way up like leaving him his belly totally exposed and then she just kills him yeah because I, you know i don't think he had any intention of winning that fight and I also don't think that she, given her skills, I don't think she would have ended up being that vulnerable if she didn't just want to be like, "Okay, look, the, the dance is over. Either you kill me, or I'm going to kill you." Like, right?
0: And they, she she, done. she tries to appeal to his past self too, right? Yeah. Without much luck. Oh
1: yeah, she totally. He's us, pretty. Yeah. He
0: doubles down on the whole. Maceo is already dead. Yeah, you know what? I don't think they
1: sold, and this is the fault of the um, the flashback episodes. Huh. I don't understand why he's quite so guilty. Is it because he was so adamant about following Waller's orders in order to achieve, uh, re, uh, retrieve, uh, if I should say, the Alpha and Omega?
0: I don't know either. And maybe we'll we. I mean, with one episode left, I don't know how much time they'll devote to flashback because it right. f- feels kind of like they've. They could wrap the flashback story where it is. Um, but, yeah, I agree. It still feels like kind of a long thing for him to show up at the League of Assassins with the bioweapon that kills his son. Like, that seems really weird. It's a bit of a stretch. Now, what I did like about the so the previous episode,
1: um, he, he tells Diggle that you don't know what it's like to hold your dying child in your arms and have the last words that you say to him be a lie. Mm. Which I took at the time to mean that he had held a mm, in his arms, mm. and it turns out that in this episode we see it's not him, it's Tatsu right, and I think he feels responsible that that's that he you know he laid that on her yeah through his choices to be with Waller and and try to achieve those kind of goals um on the other hand uh Feeling responsible for the death of your son and then bringing a bioweapon to the League of Assassins? Yeah. That's a bit of a leap. Like, I. That's. Yeah. You know, it, that seems like a serious drinking and drug abuse <laughs> problem, but it doesn't seem like, well, I'm going to give this deadly bioweapon to people with deadly in their name. Yeah. Like, that seems like a bad plan. So.
0: I tend to agree. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah I, I, and so
1: does Ollie, which is basically what cracks his his act he's because he, he's been pretty stoic, and when that light comes out, it's really like a what the hell can I like what is why would you do that hmm.
0: yeah i I don't know it seems like one of those things that doesn't...
1: I think we I think maybe and this is just coming up in this conversation as I'm thinking about it, maybe we're supposed to believe that Museo is so upset with the American government or. For Shreve, the mm-hmm. accent of Shreve that he has no problem giving Rishal Ghoul the biological weapon with the understanding that will it that it will be used against American mm. the, like an American population.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's possible as well.
1: Um, it seems weirdly tit for tat, but yeah. hey, I've never been in
0: in, in those I years. don't want to
1: say who am I to judge because I can't judge that. Do not do that. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Maybe there's some kind of logic there, but it's kind of hard to see right now.
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, so uh, another plot point that I like that uh, one of the reviews brought up is how does 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 Ray ride with them on the plane? In which case, why is Malcolm surprised when he shows up? I think he uh, he Ironmans it. You think he can, the suit can go that far? Or I guess it's I, next door. Yeah, I guess never sure. mind. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say the nice green la- another Green Lantern drop, Ferris Air, yep. um, and we. That's the only airline they ride on by the yeah. way. <laughs> um, and they see uh, Coast Cities popped up a few times in um, yep. in the Flash too. So I wonder if they're, you know, maybe they'll say. I don't think they can do a Green Lantern show, but I'd like to see them try. Yeah.
1: Green Lantern is a little bit too. It's a little weird. I think we've talked about it. Yeah. I can um, do anything I can imagine. Oh, well, that kind of... that is That exceeds our budget. <laughs> well, A, it exceeds our budget. B, it's
0: like, that kind of limits our stories. Yeah. Be, you know. um, so the team thinks they stopped the plane. Rach and Oliver show up and are like, nope, psych. <laughs> yeah. um, and again, this is the Oliver part that I don't understand where Oliver's standing there. And everyone, it's basically people spend the rest of the episode pleading with him, like, all right, if you're going to do your thing, do it now. And he's like, Nope, just still playing stone faced. Uh and we even get Well
1: when he gets a few words with him, says like if you say anything now, we're all dead.
0: Yeah, and so he tries to talk to Diggle, right? And that that yeah. somewhat strange scene where he calls him up to his place and he's like, Look, you gotta trust me. And Diggle's like, mm, kinda don't. Uh and he gets in like two words. Enough to basically, you know, I feel like it should be enough to convince Diggle that he has not been brainwashed. But Diggle's just so pissed off. Well, they kidnapped his wife and left his baby alone, right? And I, That's you know, I totally understand cool. it. But like, you know, it's yeah. clear—it's clear from the way Ollie behaves in that scene that he is not brainwashed.
1: Yeah, you know what? That, that scene gets uh, so rudely interrupted yes, by a by lieutenant that comes in st-
0: and, and drags like Diggle away.
1: Because I think the next thing Ollie would have said is. I've been on an island for five years, and like, <laughs> so I don't know about babies. Like, they can't just like take care like, of themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's like they cut off his standard leg. Like, yeah, I've been being a jerk,
0: but uh, you know, it's kind of how I am. Um, I, I love you, brother. Yeah, doesn't does not play. Yeah. Um, and at the end, basically, what we see is that uh, Rachel Gould throws the bioweapon into the room, and we get this nice intercut between the wedding of ollie and nissa and everybody the rest of team arrow and malcolm and ray dying (laughs) yeah and that is the end of the episode and how do you end an episode that i mean like so here's where the criticism some of the reviews come in and i understand what they're coming from it's like all right we know ollie hasn't been brainwashed we also it's tough to put this many people in jeopardy because we also know they're not going to kill off everybody on the show right so some we know something has to have happened. That can't be the Alpha and Omega, or he's figured out a way to inoculate them, or something else. Right. So in some ways, that removes some of the suspense of, of Oliver's turning, right? Because we know from the get-go that he is not brainwashed uh, in this episode. And I can see that that I, that I complaint about, they've sort of removed the dramatic uh, tension from this because we know all of you, Ollie would never let his friends get murdered.
1: Well, that's what a lot of the reviews said is that uh, we didn't get the chance to experience uh, the drama of this episode because we had seen it from Oliver's perspective, right? Rather than from the team's perspective, yeah. Um,
0: I, and I wonder I, if some I dis- of that. I disagree with him on that, okay. but we can okay. we can
1: loop back to that perspective. I,
0: I wonder if you know it's also tough to keep the people invested in the show when it feels like your main character is turned evil right and so like they had to sort of assuage people early on in this episode like all right we already had one episode of ollie being the villain we need to kind of you know turn back and remind people that this is all he's got this he's got this quote-unquote under control so i
1: i agree with you completely there i think that a lot of the criticism i've read has focused on um and this is this is to be commended of the show writers that, like a lot of the criticism, focuses on the fact that the viewers' hearts are with the team mm. rather than with Ollie, mm-hmm. uh, which is understandable because, frankly, Ollie is a bit of an ass. <laughs> like, we, like since year one, like he's just always been an ass. Sure. Uh, heart of gold. Acts like a jerk <laughs> most of the time, right um, and in this episode, um, I think we go with oliver's perspective um, rather than the team's perspective like and I think that a lot of the reviews are more invested in the characterization of the teams than than Oliver right and I think maybe the writers wanted to assure like as as you said that um the hero character uh is the the narrative character in a way, right? Yeah, uh, right. In, at least in, you know, I think that's what they wanted. They they didn't want Oliver to be seen as completely evil because where does the show go after that? So it was I think it was awkward I don't. So I wasn't fooled last episode. I mean, really, like the hero of the show is going to become a bad guy. Yeah. Like, no. Uh, so I don't think any of us were. Well, certainly you, me, and John weren't.
0: And I don't he, yeah. think any of us thought that he Ollie was really was actually, gone. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. So I, I agree with that, and I think it's it's a tough position to be in as far as that goes. Um, I think that. Uh, yeah there might have been a different way to tweak it but i ultimately i i didn't feel as negatively about this episode as a lot of people Man. um and i think that uh yeah i mean there's there's criticism we can we're not going to make this a show about responding to criticism people no, on no, the no, internet because no, 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 i don't but, think that's our but
1: if 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 they'd gone another week of ollie being the bad guy would you have liked that because i would have just been like look this Tired is so obvious that he's not going to be the bad guy like, yeah they may as well just re- like show the cards right now and get right. on with it. I mean, and so, we
0: have to believe in the same way that if this was, if this was, you know, Bruce Wayne, we still have to believe in, you know, kind of in our heart of hearts that like he's ultimately got a plan, right? Even if he, it's, even yeah. if it gets like a wrench thrown in the works, like you yeah. know, he was doing this for a reason, and he believed that he could, you know, essentially get one over and take down the league. Right, and, and that's
1: sounds foolish. I was like, Arrow is basically just writing a Bruce Wayne story.
0: <laughs> well, and I like the uh, comment story. from a uh, yeah. commenter, I and mean, this is so. This is the one thing that we didn't talk about this week is uh, the subplot, <laughs> Thea, uh, which is Thea and Roy, um, which is Roy's Roy's send off, and mostly important because uh, Thea gets the Red Arrow slash Arsenal slash Speedy outfit at the end which i'm sure will fit her like a glove because they're basically the same size (laughs) Um, uh you know
1: what Roy looked great this week
0: he did he did didn't have that goofy red sweater He's wearing like a like a mechanics uniform. He's got an apartment. Like doing,
1: I don't know what he's doing with his hair, but it didn't look like it was all ice like tipped up. Did like, not look. Like, good I, I haven't I gone agree. back and reviewed what they actually did different, but he looked like an older, more mature person.
0: I was also very amused that he's like he he's parlayed his car theft skills into yeah. <laughs> into working in a car <laughs> shop. <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh, i'm impressed he didn't steal that that nice mustang afterwards either um, well you know what i think that was his mustang
1: i think that was the thing repainted
0: oh nice good call also, i thought his was a more modern one uh, i can't keep track of all his cars maybe.
1: i don't know i mean i uh, would have to ask somebody you know so actually uh, cares, but...
0: you know i i think so this is our this is i think our official roy harper send-off at least for now yeah. um and it seems that Thea is destined especially after what we saw of her last week destined to take on the some mantle whether it be arsenal and, and roy points out that um is it i think roy points out that that everybody thinks he was arrow anyways right so he can i guess he can run around and be no Thea Thea tells, points out, right uh, Thea tells he then. tries to convince him that's yeah. like you should still like, here's like, your suit you're, yeah
1: you're fine you can be arsenal yeah uh, and he doesn't want it um i don't i have like a whatever i got a, a theory about this season I, also I don't know will, if we want to do this about... Well, let's maybe do a we'll second. wait until after the season ends and then
0: do it. I, um, as a bonus or something? That's fair. I don't that's know. That's fair. Wh- whatever. We'll have to talk about... I like that um, a commenter I just happened to stumble across points out that we've got the sidekick of a billionaire vigilante who's fond of Red, who died but really isn't dead, and his alias Jason. Yeah. <laughs> so if you know your Batman mythology there, uh, that's a shout out to Jason Todd, potentially. <laughs> um yeah the second robin who dies and becomes the red hood spoiler yeah it doesn't just die he got like
1: yeah well i mean the physical death is pretty gruesome because it's at the hands of the joker including a crowbar and then a bunch of bombs so it's rough that's don't be jason todd pretty much final but uh in pre-internet era you had to call in a 1-800 number to decide whether he lived or died jason todd alive or have him dead and guess what? Presaging the entire internet, everybody voted <laughs> yeah, to have him yeah. die yeah. <laughs> because everybody is jerks. Come on. People are awful. I this think I like... also want them to die because oh. whatever. I was a kid and it seemed like, really? You can kill him? Okay, let's vote <laughs> for that. Like, so stupid.
0: Um, so I think, and so we're left off with, you know, them all just sitting there. All passed yeah. out, and we've got a lot of stuff to do next week. I had so- a
1: bit of the red wedding episode,
0: yeah. A little attempt. bit attempt, yeah. Except, I mean, again, we know not everyone's gonna die. Well, um, yeah. some people might die though, there's a chance. Um, and so yeah. uh, I was gonna also point out missing for the second, third week in a row is Quentin Lance, yeah. There's just no room for him in this episode, short no. story, right? And it also feels like they kind of did what they wanted to do with him this season. Yeah. So I don't really know where they go with that. Well, they're not going to kill him Well, off off screen. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Sorry. Well, you guys were all paying attention to that. He had a heart attack.
1: Yeah. So he's going to come back and hopefully hope this. So in brief, I think this season was weaker than the previous two seasons. Uh, and season two, I I believe everybody thinks is a high point. I, in retrospect, like season one, quite a lot. Mm. Uh, but i think they're in in ranked from, i don't want who cares i don't want to rank them <laughs> yeah. i, I do not want to rank them until i see the thing but season 3 hasn't captured my imagination as much as season 2 did cuz i don't know where the showdown is going i don't know yeah. what the stakes are I mean, yeah. we've got one episode and i don't know what the stakes are right. that was not the case in season 2 and it was not the case in season 1 yeah um now i think that this season is maybe going dark in order to make room for season four to be lighter, uh, I would hope so. I think we're going to see Speedy be uh, like Thea slash Speedy be I don't know wisecracking kind of underpowered Speedy, and she's going to deal with the dark side of having being very resurrected. resurrected. Mm. Uh, Laurel is clearly coming into her own with her little canary call device which seems pretty effective uh rebuilding uh diggle and ollie's relationship Mm -hmm. uh and i don't know maybe ollie can have another live address or get it on with felicity somewhere i don't know what's going on
0: yeah well we haven't so yeah there's a big question about whether the arrow persona like what's the status of that yeah, yeah, I think like, that is we he kind to, of
1: come back as Green Arrow. Right. I don't think that's going to I mean It's not going to apply. No, no. I'm a totally different guy. People of Sterling City <laughs> yeah, they deserve to be fooled. Yeah, they yeah, deserve like, a Superman I, that puts on some glasses. and Oh, no, 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 no I am oh, like Green
0: the, Arrow, totally different from that other guy. Maybe, you know what I think in season in season 4 he should grow the goatee. Um Yeah. He yeah. should go the full uh comic book Green Arrow. Get a I've <laughs> I have
1: heard that and I think I might have mentioned this to you before uh the goatee is a pain in the ass because uh for the flashbacks they would need to remove it mm. and sticking it on
0: it won't look good
1: it like basically it's just impractical to, yeah. to ever pull off yeah so it i don't know if we're ever going to see that he's kind of he's got the scruff which is like a modern day yeah
0: sure sure
1: ish thing and like the goatee was a shout out to um Old-school Robin Hood stuff yeah, anyway, no plan, right? Yeah. So, and I don't, like, while I think that connected with us, because we probably see, saw those squash-buckling-style Robin Hoods back in the day, or at least we're familiar with them, uh, I don't think that that necessarily connects to people that m- much younger than, I was going to say us, but I mean, you're, what, 18?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've just turned 18. <laughs>
1: but you know what i mean like uh, it's, uh, i don't know and for the target audience i don't think anybody's expecting the uh because it's not just a goatee it's like the goatee with like a waxed mustache it's like a double whammy of like improbable and it's blonde <laughs> too yeah.
0: yeah yeah It's so well we'll see we've got you know I, I think something needs to be done there because it's like you know we've established so thoroughly the fact that the Arrow character has been outed that if Oliver Queen shows up back in Starling City and the Arrow starts running around again, everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah, it's totally that guy." And and Quentin Lance has flip flopped enough that I, I can't really see him coming back around to yeah. like, "Nah, it turns out you're okay after all." Like that, I just you you yeah, there's no way you can salvage that. I feel like, yeah. So I don't they're know. They're going to have to, though.
1: I guess, you know, so the reason I think that season four is going to be happier and that they're going to have to figure out how to, if they haven't figured it out already, how to, um, not segue, but whatever, how to, how to remove these kind of roadblocks from, from the storytelling is that I think that they need Arrow to fit into their larger DC world. Mm. And the more we learn about it, or DC television world, I should say, and the more we learn about it, it seems that, uh. It's it's verging on more of the Flash and Adam and uh, what was the name of the announced DC Legends of the Future
0: Legends of Tomorrow I think Legends
1: of Tomorrow that's a better name See that's where they're they're in charge uh, The Flash is going to need to uh, Sorry the fuck
0: Fl- God damn Why Jeez do I say guy that? Wake
1: it up Come on um, The Arrow is going to need to kind of live in that universe a bit right.
0: Right where things are more ridiculous. There's metahumans, people with powers. Well, you can have fun. You flying can crack a joke suits. every now and then.
1: And Ollie is not Bruce Wayne. No, uh, Ollie is typically being more towards the Spider-Man. A little part of the
0: spectrum, rather moody, than you know. I, you know, I would. You know what I like to see in season four is I would like to see an episode that is just like a standalone episode that is just comic. Like, you know, you, yeah. and, you and I are both being Supernatural fans, like whenever, you know, in a okay. season where they'll yeah. take an episode and just do like, this is nothing to do with continuity. We're just going to do an episode that is just off the wall and hilarious. I, I yeah. would love to see them do just just an episode that is like divorced from everything else. And it's even like you could even do like a wacky theme thing where like Ollie is dressed up as like the comic book Green, green Arrow and yeah. you know like stylized or something like that i just think you've yeah, earned like it by some this point like mind
1: bending metahuman gets into his head and he and he ends up in a comic book serial
0: yeah like exactly. a literal
1: old school comic which is a total kind of supernatural kind of plot yeah but i mean they're, they're, they're all up in vancouver i'm sure those guys talk all the time like <laughs> well i well the writers aren't actually yeah so that because, makes things difficult but whatever but i i think just they've do, earned, do a silly one yeah, just I've, do
0: a silly one after we three did get seasons a boxing glove hours,
1: uh, hour hour, hour. arrow <laughs> yes God. exactly that was awesome more of that
0: yeah um, yeah so more towards that in season yeah. in season 4 i think we that all that said agree. i did love seasons 1 and 2
1: sure season 3 is um i feel we're verging on 1996 era comics where it's all like everything is angsty <laughs> yeah uh, it, it's
0: fallen into the the worst, the worst tendencies of the CW as a network, which is yeah. just a network that's about teenage angst. And, and none of these characters are even remotely teenagers, except for maybe Thea, who drinks more than everybody else in the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but besides her and maybe Roy, I have no idea Roy. How Roy is. like
1: more balanced than anybody else at this point. Yeah, and she's been dead already
0: in uh, back, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah so i'm i'm excited to see the finale if if for no other reason than it's like you know what i'm ready to be done with this season and ready for this plot to be wrapped up
1: yeah which is Uh, not to say i haven't been enjoying it because i mean we started wanting to talk about it during this season
0: Right, exactly, and so I, I'm still, yeah. I'm still intrigued, I'm still engaged, but at the same time, it's like we, so much stuff has been built up. It's like, all right, let's get some. We've had so many episodes that have been like felt like holding patterns.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I, in in a way, I do feel that um, a lot, probably a lot of this season has been beholden to obligations to support the rest of the expanding universe. Yeah. Yeah, between between Adam and Flash. Between Adam and Flash. Uh, we even had a Firestorm thing, didn't we? Or was that on the Flash? No,
0: it was all on the Flash, really.
1: But we needed him showing up there. Like, there was a, him being Ollie. Um yeah. Meanwhile, you're trying to tell, like, a Rachel Gould plot where everything yes. is getting destroyed. And I feel that Rachel Gould is a real serious badass. But... Uh, you know, Deathstroke kind of did that better already. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Thanks for being second in line. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but You're we're first all in our out here. Yeah, we're all filled out here. So,
0: um, so I have not watched next week's preview, and I'm going to avoid it. Yeah, me too. We may uh, talk to Mr. Moltz about doing a uh, the three of us watching this together before we record. I
1: think we- what we should do. Well, yeah. Oh, you want to
0: watch it together before we record,
1: and then rec- okay, got it.
0: Yeah, that's my thinking.
1: Okay, 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 okay. I like it. I thought okay. I thought when you said that originally that we would watch it all at the same time while recording. And I think
0: that's a bad idea. I
1: think that is a bad idea. But yeah, but I think let's we should watch, it-,
0: watch it-, it together and not record. Yeah, that yeah, part. yeah. right. Can we? Oh, so long as
1: while we're watching it together, uh, we only text each other. <laughs> <laughs> because if I have to talk to people while I'm watching it, I'm gonna want to murder people. That's fair. Yeah. I do yeah. watch Mad Men every Monday night with a with a, a friend of ours. Uh and we text each other and it's the most high school buddy thing ever. So I would love doing that for the for the finale of Arrow.
0: Alright, we're we're scheduling it. It's done. But
1: if we were talking, I would wanna murder people because That's, like don't quoting lines back that i've just heard and i can't hear the new line is like i just yeah. i'm gonna want to kill people
0: well we'll be back next week with our uh recap of the finale the season finale of arrow season three yeah thank you guy english for being here thank you a lot of fun uh, man i miss molds <laughs> i was gonna say no thanks to john mills for not being here yeah,
1: that well, don't, guy. I mean, he's never going to listen to this, so no. he's never going to actually hear me say something nice about him. But, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Love talking to that guy. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. and we will see all of you next week.